This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. We've got Allie from our promotions department sitting in here. Yeah, I'm having a lot of fun. It's been good so far. <laughs> we were surprised. Uh, you're a young lady in your early 20s. You had never heard of this Facebook group. No. Uh, they're all over the place. Uh, every city seems to have one. Are we dating the same guy where women can talk about guys who are online and see if there's any red flags, share stories uh, so they don't get into a, a bad spot? and a bad relationship. Um, so we've been talking about this mm-hmm. over the past couple days here. And I, I feel like there's a lot of people who are sending us messages who didn't actually hear the conversation we had on the air yesterday, Jim. I agree too, but the only the thing we posted on Facebook too was very uh, neutral. We just said, this is happening. The yeah. woman is being sued for $35,000. Are these pages good or bad? Right, because the administrator in London, Ontario has had legal papers fire, filed against her mm-hmm. by a guy who claims that things that are untrue were on the site. Now, that guy called in. Do I believe that they're untrue? I don't know. I believe less and less every day <laughs> yeah. that goes by. There's been a couple things that are se- have been sent to yeah. us. And then I texted them to him, and he's like, I don't know. Yeah, so, so yeah. listen, he may be one of the bad ones, but is there a chance that a good w- guy can get... Uh, swept up. Swept up and dropped dragged and have false statements posted against them. I know that probably the administrators of these sites don't want that to happen, but is it a possibility? Uh, We have received messages saying that we are now hated by women in the community. We have received messages just for bringing up the topic, for mentioning that this site exists. We have been threatened by uh, women saying they are going to dig up our dirty laundry and air it and try to get us fired from our jobs, which kind of proves the the point that there can be people with ulterior motives on, on the internet. And I believe the majority of them are there to protect other women, but there are vindictive people out there that love the drama and love going after people and taking a perceived bad person down. I get it. Exactly. I think we had a a pretty uh, uh, fair and open conversation. Nuanced even. That represented uh, both sides of the argument. If you missed it yesterday before you send us hate comments or letters, why don't you listen to it on the Taz and Jim podcast? It's available wherever you can get your podcast. And then feel free to comment. Let us know what you think about the conversation. By the way, I'm just going to say that the person who is being sued, the admin person, was happy we posted about it because we also posted the link to the GoFundMe, and we've been in contact with her, and she said thank you for posting that. So just Because her donations to the GoFundMe for her legal fund tripled. doubled, yeah. tripled yeah. after we started talking about this. So Also, we've been getting messages from people saying thank you for talking about it because more women now know about the site. Yeah. So Allie's they, all over yeah. it now. Yeah, Allie's going to join. <laughs> yeah. You can go and you can join and uh, you can be a part of this community if you're online dating and you're concerned for uh, your safety or you're worried about getting in a bad relationship. If you're a supporter of the Facebook group, instead of wasting your time and sending us messages about how terrible we are for acknowledging that this site exists, why don't you go on to the uh, GoFundMe page 
and donate to the legal fund for the site administrator. Mm-hmm. Because uh, ultimately, if this goes to court, uh, someone uh, who's not us will make the decision as to what the outcome is. Mm-hmm. Also, again, Taz and Jim podcast, available wherever you get your podcasts. Please listen to the conversation before you comment, because the last thing you'd want to do, I'm sure, is just listen to gossip and rumors. And relay false information. Relay false information and assume it's all true. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Possible medical breakthrough. The cure for cancer could be hidden in a certain flavor of jelly bean. Hmm. Scientists have spent decades trying to find something like this. And a new study found that the chemical in black licorice could help fight pancreatic cancer, one of the world's deadliest cancers. Hmm. Now, it's specifically black licorice-flavored jelly beans. The uh, flavonoid (laughs) in licorice root can kill pancreatic cancer cells. Cool. So it has to contain actual uh, flavonoid from licorice root. So it can't be artificial flavonoid. It can't be an artificial flavonoid. Okay. Um, it's, it's a herb that's used in traditional Chinese medicine. Researchers found it could make treatments like chemotherapy more effective as well, which is a very promising development. Uh, Jim, you like the irony of this. Yeah, of course, because notoriously, the black jujube, the black jelly bean, the black licorice, always the last thing left in the candy jar, right? Uh-huh. Like, nobody wants it. But then there's always, like, your uncle who's like, I love the black jelly beans, and he eats them all. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's always one family member that I enjoy, loves them. I enjoy the, uh, the black-colored jelly beans. Uh, the yellow ones are right up there with black, I'd say. Like, if you're hmm. looking at the bottom, uh, you know, it's the bottom of the bowl, the candy bowl. Literally the bottom of the barrel. It, yeah, yeah. You're looking at the, the black and the yellow jelly beans remaining. Sometimes the orange. You know, it's like the red and the green always seem to go first. The pink yeah. seem pretty popular. Black licorice itself, like legitimate black licorice, I feel tastes a lot different than the... Than the jelly bean and the jujube. Like, it's something different. Oh, yeah. My stepdad, Alan, loves, like, the the old-timey black licorice. Yeah. Which is disgusting. Yeah. It's like Like the one, the cigar-shaped one? (laughs) Yeah. Right. <laughs> but I think it's an acquired taste. I think the older you get, your your palate must change. And like the older you are, the more the black licorice grows on you. Because I didn't like the black jelly beans when I was a kid. It would always be at the bottom. But now, it's just another one in the pile. You can get into them. Love them, yeah. Well, especially with the news that uh, it may prevent cancer. I'm just going to get nothing but black jelly beans. <laughs> Oops, right? all black jelly beans? <laughs> uh, let's put the question out there. What flavor jelly bean do you wish would cure cancer? If you had the option. <laughs> like if the bl- people don't like black jelly beans, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, which which flavor okay. do you want to be the the cancer cure? Yeah, so the most delicious this is an odd way to ask <laughs> what's your favorite jelly I'll, bean? I'll start it. Uh, the the watermelon jelly bellies are always fun. Oh, we're getting specific here. You know, with the the green on the outside, you bite into it, just like sure. a watermelon pink on the inside. That would be a nice one. Uh, also, I do enjoy the popcorn flavored jelly belly. 
I thought those ones were, were the gross ones, no? Because these are like the every flavor jelly beans that you can get. Yeah, it might not be the uh, the most popular, but for me, yeah, yeah. if that had health benefits, I could eat a lot of those popcorn flavored jelly bellies. Hmm. What about you, Jim? I just think like the red cherry ones are good, and then there's like a lime green one. This just the standard one. I'm not, I can't remember the last time I had like the actual Jelly Belly ones, but I think the green and reds, the Christmas flavors. Talking earlier about this revelation that black jelly beans, licorice root, so the the flavonoids in real licorice, um, could kill pancreatic cancer cells. So the cure for cancer could be hidden in black jelly beans, is the headline. We asked you, ideally, what jelly bean flavor would you like to cure cancer? (laughs) It's a simple question. It's a simple question. Uh, Here's uh, one of our listeners saying, orange. Okay. Uh, Bubblegum flavored jelly beans. I really got to try these jelly bellies more. There's a lot of different flavors out there. Allie, what flavor jelly bean would be the Um, perfect one for you? See, I'm I'm a fan of black licorice. So I like black licorice, but... You're going to live forever. Yeah. <laughs> I do like black licorice, but uh, the popcorn one is always... Yes, that's hmm. what I, I said. I like the popcorn one, too. Two votes for popcorn jelly bellies. <laughs> <laughs> you have something in common with Craig the Landfill guy. He says, what are you guys talking about? Black flavored jelly beans are the best jelly beans. Yeah. Uh, here's a message. Boys... I'd say red or green would be the best, but I'd take anything for uh, cancer. Being a survivor, I had it. Chemo wasn't pretty, so bring on the black jelly beans if that is what it takes. Uh, and and they're saying that the black jelly beans could help with uh, with chemo th- uh, therapy as well. Do you remember the story from a few years ago where a guy was eating black licorice every day and it ended up killing him? Right. There is a disclaimer on this. There's <laughs> <laughs> a happy eat, medium. Don't eat too many black uh, licorice jelly beans because according to the American Heart Association, if you eat too much, it can cause heart and kidney problems. And uh, there is a story here I'm looking at that someone sent us from the New York Times a while back where the man died from eating... Way too much black licorice. Sure, sure. But if you eat a lot of medicine, too much medicine, you're going to die too. Everything in moderation. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. And it takes a certain type of person to have an energy drink first thing in the morning instead of a coffee. Oh, dude, I call that the roofer's brunch. (laughs) A cigarette and a a monster. Monster energy drinks are being recalled in Canada. Hmm. Time to panic. Well, what's it for? Listeria? No, it's because the uh, labels aren't in French. Oh, geez. <laughs> the, See, I uh, think it's got to be like a health-related thing if that happens. I, I don't know if you can drink a Monster Energy drink and think that it's going to be healthy for you in the first place. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or that it was going to be something else. Yeah. Oh, I thought this was a monster, un monster. So uh, the bilingual labeling is the reason for the recall that was issued on Friday saying that um, it doesn't uh, specify the amount of caffeine that uh, people are intaking in the French labels. Okay. So you need to, if there's caffeine in something, obviously, you need to put it on the side of the can. I mean, I think uh, it's 
almost common knowledge at this point that like a Red Bull or a Monster has caffeine in it, but maybe some people don't know. I think that's the whole point. Might accidentally give one to your toddler. <laughs> Turn him into a monster? Watch give him that, wings? Watch that. Watch that kid just spin around your living room for seven hours. Man, I, I can remember what it was like when we would just drink like pops at a friend's house and how crazy we'd all go when oh, we were yeah. kids. Good thing we didn't have Monster back in the day. So uh, you should be okay drinking it if you have it, but the recall is is based on the labeling. Hmm. Uh, energy drinks, they're, they're next level, man. I, I can't do them. Do you drink it? La- once in a while, if I have like something to do, like I had one before Friday, before we did our concert, you know, Taz and Jim on stage. It was a a long day. We were golfing and then you had to perform at night. Yeah. So I like, I needed like a pick me up before I started going. So I I do think like in a pinch, they're awesome. I just had a Red Bull, but uh, drinking them daily is not a good habit. I feel like I get heart heart palpitations if I have an energy (laughs) drink. That's why they're fun. (laughs) (laughs) Get on the roller coaster and enjoy the ride. Yeah. Remember Four Locos? Those things were crazy back in the day. They were. They are. They still are. Or when they, I, they must still do them, but not as much. The, but Jaeger bombs. When that was like a big yeah. thing when I was in college, it was, uh, it was just taking off. And I think it's died down a lot. But you drink like six of those in a night, and you try <sighs> to sleep, and that was Heart Attack City. Like you could feel it coming on. Four Loco was, if I remember correctly, it was fourteen percent alcohol. Mm-hmm. And it had as much caffeine in it as a large coffee. <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> and and to make it even crazier, the labeling on the can was not in French. Oh, cuatro locos. <laughs> oh, Spanish only. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast. Big sports story is Michael Orr. NFL or former NFL player, the guy who they based the movie The Blind Side on, has uh, alleged that the family who claimed to adopt him never actually adopted him, instead tricked him into signing over all his rights with a conservatorship. Same sort of deal that Britney Spears went through with her parents, where they are basically in charge of everything. Um, He says that all the proceeds that... The Tui family, the adoptive fan, family, you know, Sandra Bullock was the mom yeah. in the movie. All the money they made from the blind side went to their birth children, and they didn't share any of the cash with Michael. Now, the Tui family has responded in the past 24 hours. Lawyer for the family says that Michael Orr tried to shake them down for $15 million dollars saying he'd go public with these accusations if they didn't pay up. Obviously, they didn't pay up, so he did. Uh, The attorney says the Tuohys did not trick him into entering into a conservatorship. The reason that happened is he was 18 years old at the time, so he was an adult, and they couldn't adopt him. So that was the only way they could get him health insurance, a driver's license, and get him into college. And they did it all with good intentions. Uh, The lawyer says the family only got a few thousand dollars for the movie and they either shared it or tried to share it with Michael. I think we could find on their tax records how much money they got paid. So this is all provable. The thing thing that makes me suspicious of the accusations from the football player is like 
that family, they more or less raised you and got you into the NFL. Like, I, maybe they did rip you off. I don't know. These are the accusations. But, like, how good of a football player were you before they start, you started living with them? He's got and, a net worth of around $15 million. And the Tuies have a net worth of around $200 million. They're a very rich just family. From, just from the movie? No. they. Uh, I think they sold a bunch of fast food chains or something. Okay. But I, I'm just confused because, like, is he being ungrateful? Or are, are they ripping him off? But, like, at what point do you call it a wash? Like, if they, they took you under their wing and they didn't adopt you, but they helped you on your career, got you to the NFL, and now you, now you want money from them? Like, I, I don't know. Well, the family pointed out that they're worth a ton of money, hundreds of millions of dollars, and that they don't need Michael's money. Why would they squeeze him like that? They have their own cash. Uh, And the attorney says the Tui family is heartbroken over what's happening. They hope to reconcile with Michael Orr. They will not hesitate to defend their good names. Quote, stand up to the shakedown and defeat this offensive lawsuit. Now, yesterday on social media, uh, people were saying that Sandra Bullock should give back her Oscar for The Blind wow. Side because of this story, which is nothing ridiculous. to do with her. Yeah, <laughs> but by the way, anytime you watch a movie that says based on a true story, just assume ninety percent of it is fake. One hundred percent. So I'm not surprised that you know some figures were fudged a little bit, and that the family looked nicer, and that the son looked like he was a worse football player before he showed up on their doorstep or whatever. But it just seems it just seems like they did kind of take in an orphan under their wing one way or the other and and now he's in the NFL like I don't I'd be surprised if they were yeah. super bad people. Well, he got to the NFL, his career's done, but he's worth money, they're worth money. There's obviously something going on here. I guess it's for the courts to decide. Mm-hmm. Uh I think Sandra Bullock should keep her Oscar. Yeah. Why would she give it back? Why is she getting dragged into this whole yeah, thing? Yeah. Everyone's getting blindsided. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim Podcast. And this is kind of fun. We've got a, a special guest here in the studio with us, Jim. Mm-hmm. From our uh, promotions department here at the radio station, Allie Battersby. How are you, Allie? Hello, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you. I, I seriously, seriously want to thank you for asking to come in here um, and shadow us for the morning. You're kind of curious to see what goes into putting the Taz and Jim show together. And I I think that's a great thing for a young person to be interested in all facets of the industry they're in. So kudos Mm -hmm. to you. It's a good sign for your future. Yeah. We didn't get a request from Nate to come in and shadow (laughs) us. Nate, just saying. (laughs) Where's Jack from the promotions department? (laughs) Allie's here. Allie's a keener. Here we go. Love it. Okay, so you've been in here for about an hour with us. Uh, What do you think so far? (laughs) It's a lot of fun so far. You guys have a lot of fun in the morning. It's fun to see. And what about the hard work we've been putting into the program today? I've been seeing Jim on the social medias. He's been keeping it going. So there's a lot of hard work behind the scenes. Microsoft Paint, baby. Are you, make, are you stuff. making something? I made one too because you can't sh- uh, today because you can't share news stories. You can't share links to like global news these days. So I have to take a screenshot of the article, take the photo from it, put the headline on it, and then put the global news thing. So it's just a screenshot and photo that people can comment on. What's the story? Okay, so the story is there was a barn fire just outside of St. Thomas a couple days oh, ago, I saw this. and honestly, it's scary because this could happen. I've been to a lot of fireworks shows on a lot of farms, and there was a firework that tipped over. There's a, a going away party for somebody with about 50 people there. They're all watching it, 
and one of the fireworks tipped over, shoots directly into the hay mow, right into the hay barn, and lights it up, obviously. Uh, and uh, they couldn't control the blaze, and there's a million dollars worth of damage. Uh, in Central stinks. Elgin, specifically. Yeah, that's terrible. It reminds me, I saw a video that went viral a couple months ago, and it was a front yard fireworks show. And same thing happened. One of the like Roman candles tipped over, and it shot the little ball right into a, a minivan that yeah. was full of all the other fireworks. Did and this you was see like a cul-de-sac. Like it was like a populated town area. Everyone's yeah. grabbing their kids, and they start running because they know like once smoke starts coming yeah. out of that van that there's a problem. Did you see that well, one, Allie? I didn't, but I, funnily enough, used to work at Disney World. So I used to see some crazy fireworks stories sometimes, yeah. <laughs> Mickey on fire? Yeah. Oh! Stop the press. <laughs> what did you do at Disney World? I worked there for the past year. I was considered a cultural representative and I represented Canada in one at of the At Epcot Center? I did. So yes. when they so wait, when it's a small world after all, floaty <laughs> ride, you're you're wearing the Mountie. Those fit? are puppets, Jim. Oh, yeah, not, I've never not been. quite, but no, have you been to Epcot? So every no. there's every country has like a little uh like a kiosk. representation, yeah, yeah. Of the country. What's the Canadian one? I know Martin Short. Uh, it's not Martin Short anymore. They changed it. Oh, I thought he was the guy who was no. the voice. If it's Bieber. No, it's not. Okay. No. Not but that I have anything <laughs> against him. Who who does the voiceover um, track? Anyone um, notable? The two people from Schitt's Creek. Um, Eugene Levy? Yep. And what's the wife's name in that again? Is Caitlin it, O'Hara? What's yes, her name? Yes, yeah. yeah. Catherine O'Hara. O'Hara, O'Hara yeah. 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 Yeah, so they do the okay, show well, now. That's, that's, right. that's a good trick. Yeah, and, but I specifically worked at the steakhouse they have there, La Cellier. All right. Yeah. Only Alberta beef, I hope. Um, they do have Alberta beef there, okay. yeah. And would you be serving people, or would you just have to act Canadian? <laughs> <laughs> How's she going? Yeah, there were servers. I wasn't a server specifically, but yeah, we you know represented Canada, talked about Canada, so yeah. Cool. What was the most common question you'd get from people with limited Canada knowledge? Well, because I'm from London, I got that a lot. Because on my name tag, it would say London, Canada. Yeah. So I got it all the time. There's a, a London in Canada. I once got a, there's a Canada in London. So, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I had some wild ones about London wow. a uh-huh. lot. but Confusing people. Yeah. How can there be two Londons? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and two Hamiltons. And two Waterloos. There's two Hamiltons? Look it up, Jim. Oh, no. <laughs> have you ever been in the castle? No, I have not. Who, I've been under the castle. To, oh, wow. Yeah, but I've never in the been dungeon. in the That's where Walt's body's frozen. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like under the castle? It's it's interesting. I find it really fun because you kind of get to see the, the behind-the-scenes magic a little bit. You're all about behind-the-scenes yeah, magic, aren't you? Yeah, I love you? the behind-the-scenes. What is the behind-the-scenes? <laughs> is it like a bunch of munchkins like working on stuff and like pulling <laughs> levers and stuff? Or is it just like a bunch of mechanics back there? It, honestly, it's anything. Yeah. It's where anyone goes to kind of walk around and not be seen. And there's seen. tunnels, right, that yeah. connect the entire mm-hmm. park. Yeah. So, Catacombs. So yeah. Snow White disappears into a door and she goes underground and get can get to her car in the park parking lot after she changes her costume. Essentially, yeah. Hmm. Do the do the people in the costumes at Disney think they're like a big deal? Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> like they have yeah. egos, is that what you're saying, Taz? Oh, 100%. Yeah, like the guy who plays Mickey Mouse must think he <laughs> is the stuff. Oh, you know t- what yeah, I mean? him and Gaston for sure. <laughs> yeah. There is definitely a hierarchy with that in the tunnels. Yep. How long do you got to work there before they ask you to wear a costume? 
honestly, it's just if you're kind of the right fit. So unfortunately, Canadians never had the opportunity really to be somebody who could like have their face seen as a character because we were considered international. So there could be a language barrier was like the what? quote unquote reason. Sounds, I don't know. That's but, discrimination. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there were like very select few that got to be what they called a fur character. So those were the ones where, you know, you had a head over you. Right. So. so Canadians can be Donald Duck. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of mm. goes by height. You really got to uh-huh. be the right height for it. Oh, thanks for yeah. You know what? It's like you wanted a peek behind the curtain of the Taz and Jim show. <laughs> and now we've got a peek behind the curtain of Disney in exchange. Yeah.